Hi guys, welcome to another episode of The Modern Spiritualist. This is your host, Raheem Nanos. For new listeners, The Modern Spiritualist is a spirituality podcast that discusses how we might find grounded and authentic spirituality between the dichotomy of organized religion and new age spirituality. I have some guests with me today, Sadiq and Basira. Hello! Hi! So go ahead and introduce yourselves a little bit and then we can get started. Um, I'm Basira, I'm 23, and I'm from Los Angeles, California. <laughs> Happy to be here on The Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> and I like uh, long walks on the beach, and puppies, and... I'm a Virgo. I'm a Virgo. Uh, hello, my name is Sadiq, and I've been in therapy for a month. What's up? I love that situation. Okay, uh, so today we are going to talk about psychedelics. Um, we've talked about psychedelics like briefly in passing over the course of this podcast a little bit, but I haven't devoted an entire episode to it yet. Um, specifically, the vertical I want to explore is kind of two things. One, being rampant psychedelic drug use for the purposes of just like joining the party, right? And I don't necessarily have a problem with that if you approach that with awareness. Mm -hmm. uh, but the thing is, psychedelics are medicine, and they're extremely powerful, potent chemicals that should be treated with respect. Basically, they're not toys. Right? Right. So that's like the first vertical. And then the other subject I want to approach is the stigma about psychedelic drug use. Um, like the whole, like if you take acid, you'll go crazy, you're gonna have a bad trip, I knew a guy that knew a guy that took it, and now he's in a mental hospital for the rest of his life. It's gonna get stuck in your spinal fluid forever, like like that dialogue, right? right. Um, and then I want to end with discussing a little bit about harm reduction, safety, setting up a trip, all that, and then give some additional resources. So this could be a hefty episode. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna ask you two to just zoom out of your own world a little bit as we talk about this, uh, because psychedelics can be very personal. And I want to be real, but I want to be palatable. So if you could just frame things, or the way that you speak about things, as if like someone was just about to drop for the first time. Um, so like, give what you consider to be real and helpful information. Try not to get too lost in your own ego experience. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. um, you can talk about your experience, but frame it from a mystical and spiritual place. Don't get lost in the weeds. Yeah. Um, so, does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I'll try. I'll try my best, and you can just kind of like correct me or like right. kind of guide me towards a better way of explaining it. Okay. Um, I accepted that. Okay. Yeah. Just keep it. Right, like Keep it holistically framed. Don't get it. Don't get too anecdotal. Be more. Like, you can you can be anecdotal, but just be mindful of the way that you're phrasing your experience. Right. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um. So, let's take turns talking about our history a bit, like when we started tripping, what we used, etc., and then just see where the conversation goes. Mm -hmm. Um. So, do you want to start, or do you want me to start? Um. I guess it would make more sense for you to start because you're actually the one that introduced me. Yeah. To my so first, so basically all my first experiences. So yeah. we can just go from there. Yeah, so you start because you introduced well, us. What's the timeline? Yeah, so I I started. I mean, when I was a teenager, I took shrooms for the first time, and I mean everything that I did from like a pretty young like I started smoking weed when I was like fourteen, which is also technically a psych. 
Um, but since then, my drug experience has been very methodical and like well researched. So like before I ever did anything, um, I always like researched the fuck out of it. And so I went into my shroom trip with the exact dosage that I knew that I was going to do for that trip, which was like a, like a really solid starter dose, mm-hmm. um, which I think was like one and a half or something, one and a half grams. Um, and it was terrifying for me to like eat those for the first time, for sure. Um, and I mean, the first time was just very much like, I think it opened my eyes to perception in a way that I didn't understand before. Like I didn't really have a, like a widely mystical experience my first time. Um, but I did definitely have, like my mind was blown and I was like, okay, there's something outside of my own cognition. Mm -hmm. Like there's, there's alternate states of being that are changing the way that you perceive reality. And so then I just stopped feeling so small, like I zoomed out of myself. Um, and then the second time I had mushrooms, it was like the same batch and everything. Um, but it was just like leftover, I think it was like two grams. And then that's when I broke through and I had my mystical experience, which was like kind of a soft introduction, I think, which was just kind of like, I had the oneness experience where I was like, there is no difference like, separating me, really, between, like, me and, like, a man in India or something, and then I was like, okay, I get it, um, and then I really took charge of my life in a new way. I was guided by spirit to move to LA after that trip, um, and at the time, I didn't realize it was, like, being guided by spirit, but I felt the voice within me that was, like, it's time for you to move on, Mm -hmm. um, and so from there, I did a bunch more shrooms, at first, like, I'm, in L- I'm in L.A. now, right? And I'm doing mm-hmm. shrooms, and I'm, um, I'd done, like, another dose of shrooms with my boyfriend at the time, and he'd, like, fallen asleep throughout the entire trip. Really? And I had done, like, a lot. And I was, like, the shrooms were, like, paralyzing me. Like, I was, you, you know when you're on shrooms and you kind of feel that I'm sinking into the world kind of a thing? Mm-hmm. I had done so much that I couldn't move. So I was, like, almost having an out-of-body experience. And that's when I experienced the real explosion of the oneness of like, holy shit, I am everything at once right now, and I like I see it all like I'm in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I had ego loss. Mm-hmm. That was my first ego loss experience. From there, I did some two CB for a while, and then I switched to to real California acid, um, tasteless, odorless, <laughs> all that. And um, I I done DMT actually before I moved to LA once and that that's a very different experience from like like every psychedelic is different like it gives you kind of like a different window into into that so I I think that really eased DMT eased a lot of my anxieties about death I think um but it it was so early for me that I I hadn't really I hadn't really had the spiritual framework I think to really enjoy that the way that I could have um and I'm, like, on the bill to do ayahuasca soon, as soon as I get the funds. Haven't done it yet. Um, I'm excited for you. What else? Um, I fucked with ketamine, with ecstasy. Um, I, I've done salvia. Interesting. Which isn't the most palatable experience. No. Um, it wasn't bad, it was just, like... I, I smoked it, and I was like, this plant doesn't want to talk to me. Like, that's what oh, I Oh, yeah, yeah, I get you, man. Um, yeah, I think... I think that's the extent of it. Interesting, alright. Yeah. Alright. I'm 
Sadiq, I guess it's you. Cause, Me? Yeah. Um, so, the first time I've done shrooms is you actually came over and brought them over. Mm-hmm. And, uh... With the intention that I was just going to trip. Yeah. That's right. And, uh, and I was just like, you know what? Screw it. I'll try it. Like, and, I, and of course I asked. I didn't just take it, you know, so... Yeah, no, I brought enough just in case you guys wanted. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I remember that. That was, like, my first trip. And it just felt, like... I don't know, like... I, so, euphoric, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, like, I was just like, whoa, what is going on? And then I just started seeing, like, like, random things. Shit, I don't know how to say. Visuals are kind of anecdotal. Yeah, okay, so no. You you know what I mean. But, no, what I'm trying to say is, like, I started seeing things, like, you were talking to me, like, we were, I was like, wow, like, I never noticed how, like, beautiful, like, how the light even shines in the window and have shadows. Right, right, seeing sort of the, the contrast of life come to life. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like when you're watching, like, a really beautiful animation. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. like, that's what, like, when I was, like, oh, like, when I first kind of, like, started feeling, like, oh, like, there's more, there's more than black and white to life, type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that after that, that's when I, like, started, like, that path. Mm-hmm. And then... My first time doing acid was also with you. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just get this out of the way. Ricky was there for all of it. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no. I, and that's when I s- saw the experience of the oneness. I remember you turning to me at one point. It was yeah. still during the come up, but we were, we were tripping pretty hard yeah. at that point. And you just turned to me and you were like, Am I God? And I was like, yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah no, I was just like, what is going on? Like, I, I, I felt so powerful, but also like so scared of the power at first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. a journey. And that's yeah. the thing, too, is like, I've, tripped, I've done a lot of psychedelics over yeah. my years. I mean, like, I had a year where I was doing maybe acid at least twice a month, if not more. Yeah. And um, I kind of learned, when I was doing it that frequently... I kind of learned that each trip, I navigated better. Like, I was kind of yeah, exactly. oh, I'm really, like, I have a handle on this now. And then I kind of saw this diversion a little bit between my acid self and my sober self in the sense that, like, I'm on the spiritual journey, right? And it's mm-hmm. mine, but my acid self knows so much more. Yeah. But it was on its own path, too. Exactly. And so, like, when I do acid, I sink back up with that, like, higher self acid path. But I'm also noticing that they're starting to become the same. And so am I catching up with my acid self? Really oh, I see what I mean. That's really interesting. Cool, yeah. yeah, but yeah, continue. But yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I turned to you, I was like, holy shit, like, I've got dumb thing. And that's when I, like, was like, oh, conscious everything, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, there's nothing, like, to be really afraid of, but also, I don't know, it was just, it was just weird, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just, uh, I'm just, like, trying to think how to, like, really talk about this, you know? Like, I've never really, like, talked that deep about this. The subject of psychedelics and fear is an interesting one, because y- you kind of have to hold space for this thing, right? It's yeah. like, you're, you're taking this drug, you're volunteering to take it, right? Yeah, exactly. But 
your body has a response because it's not your normal way of like being in the world. It's an altered state of consciousness. Yeah. And there's varying levels of being comfortable with that. Exactly. And so fear comes up because your body is like, I don't understand what's happening. Yeah. And so, but you're also on this other plane of existence where you're kind of realizing that life and death are not that different. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. And that you're kind of experiencing this ad infinitum for, you know, forever. Exactly. For eternity. And eternity is terrifying to that small mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so your body is like, fuck, I'm going to die. And then your higher self is like, there's not really such a thing. (laughs) And and then you're like, I don't know how to put these things together. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how it was on my first trip. It's like, what is going on? I don't know how to understand what I like. Mm -hmm. And then, let's see. Before I even like, met all you guys, when I was like, high school, I did Salvia. Because like, I just wanted to, because like, we're like, I used to smoke weed in Missouri, and then when I moved out of here, like, we couldn't get weed that much, but, like, I was 18 at the time, so I could go get salvia through, like, the smoke shop, because there was a smoke shop, Lily, yeah. in Seal Beach, that literally sold salvia. Yeah, salvia is legal in California, yeah, so some of you that don't know. Yeah, yeah, so literally, I was like, oh, I'll just get high off of this. Mm-hmm. Which, that's... in small doses, just kind of feels like you're really stoned. Yeah, exactly. So it was kind of like a cheap way to get high exactly. a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And then... Yeah, it was just like, okay, I was just getting high. And that's all it was to me. Like, I didn't really have any type of... Like, yeah, salvia is hard to break through because yeah. it, it, the the temperature you have to heat it, it's really hard to, like, get it. Okay. And by that, that time, like, it can hurt... I mean, like, it's kind of easy on your lungs, but you have to hold it in for so long. Yeah, exactly. And for me personally, by the time I was able to hold it in for that long, I'd freak out and blow yeah. it back out and be like, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah. that was, like, my personal experience with that. Because yeah. um, every time I smoke that plant, I'm always like, you want to be left the fuck alone. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, I only did it once or twice. And then yeah. I, we started getting weed again. But uh, yeah, it was, it was just very interesting. It was a different, definitely a different type of high than weed, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah like, it was just, just a whole different type of thing. And then, yeah, and then the next couple times, uh, oh, I did uh, um, Molly for the first time with you as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I did that, like, literally, like, I just, again, just all your, your full life again. Yeah, Molly's that effortless connection. Yeah, like, it's just, yeah. like, so easy to, like, tap into that. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, oh, everything's okay. Like, I don't you know? Yeah, I think Molly is really healing for people with anxiety and PTSD and things yeah, like that. Because it just gives you at least four hours to be like, oh, I can, this exists. Yeah. I can be in this space without anxiety. Exactly, and exactly. That, yeah, and that I, gives you, that sets a bar for your healing. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And like like I said at the beginning, like I'm in therapy, so I'm going towards that healing now. Mm-hmm. But, and you know what it feels like. Exactly. Yeah. And so like, I just remember like that, my first time doing it, we just hung out at a park and played tag for like a half hour. It was, yeah. It was like amazing. It was a beautiful night. It was like, I, I just felt like... The weather yeah, was perfect. Yeah, no, I, I just felt like giddy and like I didn't have to worry about anything for that one moment. Mm-hmm. And it was just so nice to have like that one moment. It's refreshing. Know? And it, like, it, um, like, I think it's nice to every once in a while to have like that one little moment to reset and mm-hmm. like go back and like grind again. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it's, try. it's a vacation in your own home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then the second time I done shrooms, I actually got married with Basira. Yeah. Or she was fucking just like 
I don't know what the fuck happened, but... It the universe like, ordained your wedding early. Yeah. Was, like, you're married spiritually before you got physically Exactly. Married. Before was I even, so good. Before I even proposed. It was before you I didn't even, Yeah, you didn't But even you, had, you were planning on it. You I had was. the ring. And yeah. I, that's what, after that... I, I did not like, know that, death. actually. Yeah. Oh, my God. You was hiding in his room the whole time. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Yeah, because it was, like, earlier that month. Anyways, so but yeah, <laughs> so like that was the trip for me, like where I was like, oh, I I know who my soulmate is, and, which was amazing to have. Yeah, and then uh, like, and then I did ask it for a second time. I uh, and that one was just more of uh, during that whole trip. It, my the message I got from that one was just boundaries. Yeah. Like literally, like yeah. Like set, you really learned what that meant. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I first like before that, I didn't even like have no clue what when people were talking about boundaries. I was like, oh, you know, just keeping space for yourself, whatever. I'm like, okay, cool. And You're like, I, no, there's an actual physical, yeah, there's actually physical, but yeah, energetic bubble. Yeah, that yeah. I'm in, that I can protect myself with. I'm like, wow, like it's just crazy how and it was like it's okay, and I taught myself it's okay to say no. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just fucking crazy. Like yeah. I don't always have to say yes to shit. It was a beautiful thing. I love because I, I got you know. Sometimes I will pick up on things intuitively or start to develop an intuitive faculty, like as you know my sober normal self, mm-hmm. and then, and like totally fully believe it, but then I'll like trip and I'll see some sort of insane evidence. Yeah. Of the th- the thing that just like reconfirms it, like I yeah. I've done a lot of stone work or like crystal work, and I've had so many experiences with crystals where I was just like I see you glowing, I feel the bubble of protection you're putting around me, yeah. like it's, it's all here, it's it's magic, it's palpable, um, and so yeah, it's like things like that where it's like you learn boundaries and then you see your boundary and you're yeah. like oh my god, yeah. So it's a really nice space, especially if you live in process and you you live a life where you're cultivating your intuition consciously, mm-hmm. you can really set intentions with your trips to be like, okay, this is kind of what I've been working on. This is what I would like to see, yeah, like another yeah. side of and solidify. And, and literally, like, then there was, like, that trip was really hard because, like, there was so many people. There was a lot of people. It was hard. It was a little yeah. bit hard, but I, I got through it. Like, and it's different when there's when you're tripping with people that, like, I don't want to use the word, like, unenlightened, but, like, yeah, that's not the right word, but, like, haven't had, like, a spiritual awakening. Yeah, yeah. And so they're, like, not on the level where you can kind of speak openly about yeah. these things, and it kind of makes you feel a little bit... Like, yeah. ...tucked into yourself. Exactly. And, you, and there's this feeling of, like, my soul wants to talk about itself. Exactly. And like, and, like, be free in this moment, and I kind of feel like I can't. And that can make it difficult. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, which goes back to the thing about how, like, psychedelics are not a toy. Exactly. They're medicine. They right? are. They definitely are. Yeah. Um, anything else? I think that's it. That's all what I've actually done. Though. It was funny, like, before moving, like, bef- like, before, I was like, ah, like, I've always told myself I would only stick with weed. Like, I'm not going to do anything else. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Because I, I, I fell on the, like, the lies of, like, the, the fear mongoli of, like, You're going to oh, hallucinate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you might, you might kill yourself, you might, and then, and then, all that stuff, and then, like, when I actually did it, I was like, oh, this is actually not true at all, you know? Right. Like, as long as you, like, have a place, like, it's just really hard to fucking explain. That's, that's the thing, though, is yeah. that if you haven't done it, 
you can get really in your head about it or like project this kind of idea of what it is because it's a yeah. completely unexplainable experience. Also, can I say one thing? Acid does not stay in your spine, and if you crack, you do not get a trip again. Yeah. That is a lie. So whoever, like, if you've heard that before and whatnot, just forget about that because that's not true at all. Do you know how much acid you have to do to have a quote-unquote acid flashback? More acid than you're going to be able to do. Right, like, there's just no... You know what I mean? There's no way. I mean, I can kind of see, like, where maybe, like, the, the stigma, like, came from. Because there are moments where I will hear, like, a certain song that maybe we listen to, like, on a trip. And you have a little trippy moment. And I have that little trippy moment where I'm just, like, remembering being, like... And and I just feel myself, like, coasting back on a higher vibration. Right, exactly. Back, but it lasts for, like, two seconds, and then I'm just like, oh, that was a good time. Yeah, but here's the thing is you're also in a process where you're developing your intuition. And so I... Yeah. Like, when I reach certain levels of, and resonances and stuff in my own spiritual practice... I'll have trippy moments outside of, like, anything. You know what I mean? It's just yeah, yeah. sort of... It does, it's just you're recalibrating. does raise your vibration. Yeah, you're recalibrating you know? to so, meet a higher vibration. Yeah. But it's not necessarily, like, you're gonna fucking, like, freak out for, like, five minutes and have a flashback. Like, that's, that's not how that works. Yeah. yeah, because here's what acid is doing, is you have all these neural connections in your brain, right? Mm-hmm. And when you are an infant and a young child, all of these connections are... Like, nothing's been weeded out yet as unnecessary information because you're still developing and, like, learning how to navigate the world and what you need and what you don't need. And so, as an infant, your brain is super elastic. And over time, as you grow up, your brain starts to cut off connections that aren't really being used and things like that. And so, and then you're able with, you know, as your logical thinking mind develops, you're able to compartmentalize yourself so that you can, you know, operate on the level that we operate in the physical material world. Acid just reconnects all of those connections. And so you're back to that elastic state where everything is connected to everything else, and yeah. Uh, to elaborate on that, remember I um, back to the first shroom trip I had with you. Mm-hmm. Like you literally said, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I'm seeing stuff like like a kid, and like you literally, literally explained that to me. Yeah. While we're tripping, I was like, "Wow, that makes sense." Right. <laughs> like, so that's all it's yeah. doing. It's not making you go crazy. Yeah. Now, if you have terrible coping mechanisms, like. You know, maybe that person would freak out and do something crazy. Yeah. But that's because that they're gonna do that anyway. And yeah. acid was just a catalyst for behavior that was already sort of wired into them in some yeah. capacity. So um, don't do acid if you're not of sound mind and body. Yeah. Which goes back to the party drunk thing. Not everybody should be doing acid. Exactly. And exactly. acid should be done in a controlled environment. Exactly. Um, also, yeah. like, and if you're uh, think about doing acid. Maybe you have a like like me. I had a friend that had done it before, and like mm-hmm. he 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 kind of was hanging out with me, and until I, I knew I was ready, he didn't introduce it until he thought I was ready. Mm-hmm. Which and you can always say no. There's always no. Yeah, you don't. All, you know, <laughs> not we're not saying like go out and do acid. You know, like or make anybody do acid. Yeah, or make anyone not. do acid. Like like no, no one needs that because everyone can find their own spirituality with. Oh, yeah, you also don't need psychedelics to be spiritual. Yeah. It was a catalyst for all three of us personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't mean it has to be. Yeah, right. exactly. There have been people that like found their spiritual awakening without psychedelics. Yeah, many. Yeah. Many. I needed it. Yeah, sometimes that people just need process, that, little, that little nudge. Yeah, yeah, I feel like yeah, I needed it too. Because without it, I don't think I would have even understood. Yeah. Yeah, there's that video of like... 
that woman from like it was like the sixties. Oh, the night this nineteen fifties housewife is my favorite video, mm-hmm. where um they were conducting experiments on uh, on acid because they're still trying to figure out whether it could be used to treat mental illnesses, whether it could be... It was discovered entirely by accident. Yeah. And so, they were running all these tests on it because they were like, what is this chemical? And how does it affect people? So they took... Um, there, there's other videos, I think, that I couldn't find, but I know that they exist somewhere, where um, they tested it on people who did have um, a history of mental illness, and then they took a bunch of other people who never had a history of mental illness that doesn't run in their family... And they gave it to them to see if they would have the same experiences as those who did have mental illnesses. And there's this housewife that she takes it, um, uh, I think they just put like a drop of it like in water. And she was, she was a control group. She was a normal functioning woman. Yeah, she was a normal functioning woman, didn't have any history of mental illness or whatever. Yeah. And um, she just, oh. But the, my favorite quote is he's asking her what she's feeling and seeing and whatever. And she goes, if you can't, feel it, then you'll just never know it. That. And, yeah. And then she, and she goes, I feel, I feel sorry for you because, like, you'll, you yeah. don't know until you know. Mm-hmm. And, oh, it was, it was just so, the entire video was just so heartwarming. Like, for me, at least, it was just heartwarming. It gave me chills. It gives me chills every time. Yeah, every time I watch it, there's just this, like, look of wonder on her face so it's just like I'm just like I know exactly how you feel like I was there yeah. too and so it's it's something that really frustrates me because I have so much deep deep love and gratitude and respect for these substances and to see them used in ways that they're not intended for because you can't remove the mysticism from the psychedelics you you can't, you can't. they're one and the same and I mean it's just like I guess it's the same kind of pain that I feel when you're using religion improperly. Yeah. Where it's just like, this is not... Because it was meant to be a helpful tool. It was meant to, like, Mm -hmm. help guide people. Don't get your fear and issues all over it. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Um, Yeah, so what about your experience? Um, So, I mean, I've, I've been smoking weed maybe since, like, high school. The first time I did it was, like, accidentally at a party. Um... But you know, but that works. Um, But since then, I've been doing like very lightly. Like it used to be more of a social thing. I didn't have, I didn't like have any for myself at my house. Like I, whenever I was at parties, I would smoke it. It Is very as it was very social substance that I just used in place of like alcohol or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I don't think it was until I moved out to like Northridge and like met you that I first tried acid and that's the actual like f- real first psychedelic that I've ever tried and you busted through first time oh fir- first time literally like three hours in I was just like I was already up there I had that oneness experience you had it so intensely and for so long that you couldn't even address somebody else as outside of you like you would go the part of me that is you right now like, that's how you would address Oh, me. I know. And th- that, that's still the craziest part that gets me when I remember that trip, is that I would be like, oh, the, the part of me that's you, like, is, like, this and that, or, like, yeah. oh, like, I, it it was, 
It was just, I just can't explain The part it. of me that is me needs the part of me that is you to know that the part of me that is me loves the part of me that is you. Like, you yeah. things like that. Yeah. And, and you couldn't do it any other way. I could, I literally, I just could not <laughs> conceive it. Like, I just couldn't do it. Yeah. And then we went, what was, we went to, like, Pink Barrier. Yeah. And I got super excited to talk to the lady across the counter. I'm going to meet another me. Yeah, literally, because I was like, I'm going to meet another me. I'm so excited. I wonder what she's going to be like. It was just a whole thing. And she was weirdly just not about it. She was just. Yeah, like, she's just had I, that, I had a rough night. I can't engage anymore. Right. Look. But, yeah. I, like, I was just having a good time the entire time. I was just like, you're awesome. <laughs> you're amazing. And I just want you to know that. And she's just like, okay. <laughs> I, I just want to also put in there, like, that. You actually did acid before me. Yeah. Yeah, I and, remember that. And, and my experience, you're just like, I need, you're just like, I kind of want to do it next. The yeah, cool thing, well, even when you're sober and we do drugs with you, you're still, you get on the level so fast. Yeah. I forget you're not on it. Exactly. <laughs> that, well, also, like, when she was, like, saying the stuff earlier, the part of those meetings, you, at first I'm like, what are you saying? Yeah. But then, yeah. but then we, I was like. We focused on it for a very long uh, time. Yeah, and then, and then she just kept saying, like, I love the part of you. I was like, oh, thank you. Yeah, you were, well, you were trying so hard to get it because yeah. you had never done you had never done acid before. You hadn't had the experience yet. And at one point, Basira just grabs your face, like grabs your head and gets really up in your face. And Basira goes, Sadiq, you are me. I am me. Raheem is me. And you. <laughs> Literally, I was like, we're all the same person, Sadiq. Do you understand that? And you're just like, no. Like, what is going on? And then you had the experience later, and you're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, was it was. And then I guess after that, I did shrooms. I think like a few months after that, and I didn't really feel anything. We didn't do a lot. We didn't do a lot, um, and we had it in like a tea. Yeah, which was my solution to us not having a lot, but I didn't make it right. I don't know if that was that. I think it's just. No, that was it. Oh, we did not it? have very much at all. Oh, okay. Well, then I... You always bring that up, like, mushrooms doesn't affect you. It's because you had, like, basically none. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I guess I still, ha- I still haven't really experienced mushrooms. I'd like to. I think it'd be a very... We're going to do it soon. Yeah. I think it'd be a very holistic experience. Shrooms are awesome. Shrooms are awesome. Yeah. Are awesome. They're actually my favorite. Yeah, I can't. I can't pick between acid and shrooms because it's yeah. like a, it's like apples and oranges to me. Okay, like, they're still a fruit, but they're two very different fruits, and I can't. Yeah, exactly. I, I like them both for different reasons. Yeah, yeah. I feel that. Because acid, I have to work for it. Like I'm very much like, it very much feels like a spirit journey from start to finish. Where it's like there's yeah. the rising action, there's the main conflict, there's a, there's there's the resolution and the ecstasy and the conclusion and everything, and it, mm. it feels very well fought, and so at the end of an acid trip, I'm always like, I get a fucking gold star. <laughs> right, right. Um, whereas mushrooms, um, I can have the mystical experience while the mushrooms themselves are holding my hand, because the thing mm. with mushrooms is they are a consciousness in of itself, oh. and so you're, you're embarking on this contract, this exchange with this other entity who's like, I'm gonna teach you a lesson. And they do it in a very gentle way, yeah. usually. What? Not that you can't have a difficult experience, you totally can, but you're still being held by this plant, right? What? This fungi. And so it's um, very much like you are with a helping spirit the entire time. What? Whereas acid's a chemical, you're on your own. Yeah. So figure it out. What? I want, I want that. I want to be yeah, no, held in the arms of a fungi. It's beautiful. It is. 
And if you, like, bless them, give them gratitude and offerings and stuff before you Aww. eat the mushrooms, it's just such a good time. Oh, but <laughs> I want that. Yeah, we'll do it. Uh, we'll do it. We'll do what I want to. Um, another thing that I'll say about all of these chemicals, at least the ones we talked about, like acid, mushrooms, um, I'll talk about ayahuasca and DMT a little bit here. Um, these are all wonderful ways to access divine energy and to access your own brain and to figure out what's going on there on deeper mm-hmm. levels. Um, but all it can give you is a good time or a time and information. And so you kind of are at liberty to do whatever you need to do or what want to do with that information. Does that make sense? Like they don't, they don't heal you. They can facilitate healing. But they don't heal you. You have to do that. Right. It's that like sense? okay, we're, we're going back to this is my whole thing. This last one. Mm-hmm. It's like having a therapist. Mm-hmm. They don't really do the healing for you. Mm-hmm. You literally tell them problems, and then like they just ask you a question on like no. so what do you like so it makes it feel like you think of this and I'm like. Oh, yeah, it does. And then you start going in and healing yourself. Right. They hold a container. Yeah. Healing. Exactly. And they guide you in a way that facilitates. Exactly. And and these are the same ways. It's like it looks the same way. Like, like whatever message you do learn, like, let's say you do trip and you get, like, some sort of weird message. It's like, you don't, like, like, you still have to heal yourself. Like, it's not, like, right afterwards you're done. It's like, oh, I'm better now. It's, it's like, it's just. And it'll feel you, that way for a couple. Yeah, days. exactly. It yeah. will, but it's just showing you what you should be working on the most next. It's like a Reiki healing. It's yeah. like a, a Reiki practitioner can resolve your energy body until you put it back where you're used to having it, and so you'll get that you'll get that feeling where you're like, wow, I feel amazing and vibrant. I have access to all these things, and um, you know, a few days go by and you restructure yourself back to the way it was, and so. It's sort of like you get this window into what things could be like, um, and then you have to do the real work. Exactly. <laughs> and so there's really no easy way to enlightenment. You know, you no, really have to put not. the work in to get there. If that would be the case, then we're all, there would be, everything would be perfect. And like, right, exactly. We like, were given a world in which we have to work for it. Exactly. So God's just like, here's a world. Go yeah, ahead. It's, it's the, that's what free will does. Yeah. And that's... That's, here's the crazy thing, and this deviates from psychedelics a little bit, but if everything were perfect, that means we don't have free will, because it's God orchestrating everything. He gave us free will, and that's what makes it perfect, Mm -hmm. because you're given your own choice and opportunity to raise your vibration. Exactly. And so, being given the broken world actually is the perfection. Oh, fuck yeah. You don't talk about it. <laughs> Sorry. It's just I love like that. it's just I'm just like like when you hear have you ever heard something that just like hits you so good that you're just like you can't help but to like just laugh because it's, it's just a like divine comedy. Like, it's a divine tragedy. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh-huh, like, it's so good. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I can facilitate that moment for uh-huh. you. Um and so yeah, so let's move into um the best way to to go about having this experience. Um, because, I mean, me personally, if you're going to go into this and you're going to use it as medicine, you're going to use it as a spiritual tool, mm-hmm. um, set an intention for your trip. Even if it's, if you've never done it before and you're like, my intention is just to explore this experience, 
and get a sense of it and get the taste, then that's perfectly okay. Yeah. Um, and recommend it. Um, but you want to go into a trip with an intention so that you kind of know what the lesson is that you're kind of digging out. Because whatever process you're in, if you can kind of use psychs to facilitate the process that you're in, you'll come out with a better handle on the process that you're already having. And so yeah. you can really dramatically advance your steps a little bit. Because I always leave a trip going, okay, I set my intention. This is what I got out of it. This is what I'm going to do. So I like going in with a plan of like, of like when I leave the trip, this is how I'm going to take action based on the new things that I learned. Mm-hmm. And I usually journal them and write them down so I don't forget. Because we're forgetful. We are. Like if, I, we, if we retained all the information we had on acid, we would be perfect. I literally so. forget where I put my wallet this morning. So <laughs> Right. <exactly. laughs> so it's easy to forget that, you know, you are divine and connected to every living being. Every minute of the day. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, because every, it, it's so vast. The human mind is so vast. And we're all, I mean, it's this cyclical energy and we're all learning very similar lessons but it's at different times and it's in the context of the way that we can understand it based off of our personalities and experience and so um it's it can be overwhelming because it's an infinite thing to explore exactly and you should know that going in is that you shouldn't do it if it's easy or i mean if you want something to be easy because it's not easy um and just make sure that you have somebody like sadiq said that is either sober and can facilitate an experience and like take care of you, or a really well seasoned tripper. Um, I would recommend personally a well seasoned tripper only because maybe somebody who hasn't experienced it before won't know how to properly, not properly, hold but the like container. hold a container for you or like be a grounding force. Mm-hmm. I guess you could say. Yeah. yeah. Um, they won't quite know how to like. You're right. I wouldn't trust everybody. But if there's somebody that you really do feel like could handle... Who knows you very well, who maybe knows, like, what would help, like... If somebody's really good with kids and watches kids, you're probably in good hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just hire a babysitter, guys. Uh, Hire a nanny. (laughs) But, yeah, I personally would recommend a season tripper, but if that is not something that is readily available to you, just somebody, I guess, who knows you very well and who you deeply trust yeah and anybody you trip with pick pick the right personality yeah. because it it will affect you yeah your environment very much has a factor in like how you'll experience this trip like before i go into trips now i sh- will straight up like clean the entire house i'll scrub yeah. the floors i'll va- like i'll like i'll the do feng shui matters yeah the, the chi of the room the life yeah. force energy in the room yeah, so I'll I'll clean. I'll do a whole like energy clearing. I'll sage yeah, the smudge, house. Yeah. yeah, we smudge the house. Um, I'll we even make like little altars now before a trip. Yeah, we always meditate before we drop and ground and ground. Yeah. Um, I like get like pitchers of water ready or mm-hmm. like have yeah, something. drink water. You'll forget. Yeah, lots of water if you don't remind yourself. I'll sometimes, like, even set, like, alarms, maybe, like, oh, every, like, hour and a half, don't forget to drink water, mm-hmm. um, and it's just very, like, nice, mindful things for yourself that, like, you'll have a lot of gratitude for, like, in that moment, yeah. you'll be like, oh, I'm taking care of myself, like, that's good, it'll put you in a mindset where it, like, kind of grounds you, too. Mm-hmm. I just want to say, after, also, this goes back to the clear thing, after a trip with acid, I noticed that I started to care way more about clean, because like 
on that one, the first acid trip, mm-hmm. like the apartment was a little bit dirty. And it wasn't even that messy. It wasn't that messy, but like I, I felt like I could see like the grime and stuff, and yeah. because like I, I didn't take care of it every day, and ever since then, like I've been a motherfucker about cleaning shit. Yeah. I'm like everything, yeah. like even I like not even bad. like before trips or anything, like yeah, just daily. Yeah. It like it helped me see like oh this is a easy five-minute daily thing I can do to make my... Because your environment is what surrounds you. Like you say, like you need that good, clean energy. Right. And when you're, you know, your sober self, especially if you, you don't carry yourself with a lot of awareness, um, you don't recognize how dramatically your environment is impacting you, but it is. And when you're on acid or any other psychedelic, you just, you're tapped into it because yeah. you can't ignore it. Like, exactly. you, know, you can't really ignore anything. But it's it's the same regardless like whether you're tripping or not tripping it's having the same impact you're just not aware of it necessarily um and that goes for tripping in general it's only amplifying your state of mind already it's not adding anything that you're already within you and that's an important thing to understand um is that it's a good way for you to be like oh shit this is actually how I am all the time just at this extreme (laughs) yeah exactly yeah um anything else um, I mean, this is, you don't necessarily have to do this, but this is just something that I've found very helpful, I like making a playlist. Music yeah. is so Important. grounding. Yeah. Yes. And it's, it's, yeah. it very, it, it like taps you into the way that the energy is moving within your own body, mm-hmm. that it, that also can be a grounding. You can release you. blockages that way. You can <clears throat> put on a song that you're really vibing with and just dance just literally just contort yourself in a way that feels natural for you in the moment. You yeah. can get out. You can realign yourself that way. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like last time, I think we were... This was during our uh, Molly ecstasy trip. Mm-hmm. And I literally was just like... There was a song that I was just like digging, so I just danced throughout the whole song. Mm-hmm. And I felt great afterwards. I just like, oh, yeah. I could... I can just dance. That's why I dance every day. Yeah. Because it really emotionally. Yeah, and I hear you sometimes it's top of your leg. I'm like, look at him go. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, uh, like, I wanted to say, um, I just, for for music, yes, choose something that really, like, speaks to you, Mm -hmm. but also, like, maybe that, like, metal. I don't know. Maybe, I, I mean, if you really vibe well, with metal, and yeah, it's if you a really way for vibe you with to, it, yes. But I just I, don't vibe with it, so like, it, it yeah, like when I, I, I like listening to it every once in a while, but I don't vibe with it to the point where I want trip with it. Type yeah. Of thing. So just I find, keep it light. Yeah. Happy like, songs will make you feel happy. Yeah. You exactly. Because right. you're setting the tone of your space when you're you exactly. Know, so, um, like sometimes you can like I've put songs on playlists specifically for acid and like put it on while tripping and been like, oh, this is not what I want at all. Yeah. Um, and you can so just, just figure just, it out. Yeah, you know? figure out what you like. And also, like, you can always skip a song if it's not... Yeah. Right, right. It's hard. It's kind of hard to use your phone. Yeah. So set up enough songs that you can skip easy because that's probably all you're going to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I remember there was at one point, like, like, I skipped, like, three or four songs. Like, no, 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 mm-hmm. no. And I was like, oh, yes, this one. Let's listen to this one, guys. And yeah. guys were like, sure. Yeah, yeah. And when you're in a group, make sure that you are aware of that because, like, you might not all vibe with a song. Yeah. And you're going to want to pick something that, like, everybody can kind exactly. of... Exactly. Like, make sure that everybody's on board with you. <laughs> don't mm-hmm. lose your... Like, don't, don't jump ship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is... It goes back to the choose your people. 
Right? Yeah. Because right. you're in it together. So. Yeah, for the most part, like, your closest friends probably like the same type of music that you do, you know, type of thing. Yeah, but sometimes you can like, you can both like a song and one's just not affecting your trip appropriately. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That happens to me all the time. Um, that, that is I was true. I was playing Tribe Called Quest and you were like turn that shit off. <laughs> yeah, and I usually I listen to it like sober. Yeah, 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 I listen yeah. to it sober. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm not vibing with this right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and sometimes sometimes it's like literally need... just a sometimes it's literally just like a note or like a sound yeah, it's effect one that tone they use that you're not that you're just like no. <laughs> yeah, um, and that being said, also I mean like headphones are always a good option if you just want to like. You all do all your own thing. Because I had one trip. Show. I had one trip. The only thing that kept me out of panicking, um, and not to make it everyone feel panicked, but sometimes things get difficult. Um, I don't. I don't like the term "bad trip" because it sets an intention. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean. But if you're having a difficult moment and you find a song that works, listen to it for four hours if you need to. Like I had yeah. one one odd future song get me through a trip for like three hours. <laughs> nice. So. Whatever you need. I love the Chance rapper literally got me through. Coloring book? Yeah. That whole album? When well, we played a, it? Oh. It, it never ceases to... Yeah, it, 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 just keeps me, it keeps me super grounded, Chance. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. he's just such a clear performer. Yeah, exactly. He's very clear um, Very authentic. Very I noticed authentic. that a lot of the music now, after like having been like doing acid for a good amount of time and like getting more... I guess, like, acquainted with the way that, like, tones and music, mm-hmm. at, like, act on a, on a frequency, mm-hmm. a lot of the people that I gravitate to now are very authentic artists, exactly. like, Tosh Sultana, you can like, tell the difference. Chance yeah. the Rapper, compared to, like, what I used to listen to before, yeah. which is, like, which, don't get me wrong, like, they're all amazing artists, they all have, like, a narrative to put out, but... Authenticity just goes a long way, like exactly now, well, like a a longer way now for me. Yeah, especially like, when you're tripping, you want to listen to an artist that's gonna take care of you. Uh, you know what I mean? You you want to feel taken care really of. Like also, like back to the music thing. Like after a couple of trips, like I I would go back and listen to songs that, like we go back to authenticity. It was like there's like some songs on the radio that it's just like. It just sounds like, oh, everything's awesome, everything's cool, and it doesn't feel authentic at all. Right, well, that's like, just, that's like um, the Reader's Digest of yeah, music. That's all. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but, yeah. Um, it's just getting worse, too. Yeah. Over time. Um, I was going to mention another thing. I kind of can't remember. Um, oh, yeah, don't take too much. Yeah. You don't no. need a 10 strip, especially if you're, like, early in the game. Like, exactly. please... You don't need to take too much. I literally only take a half tab, and I fucking trip. So. Yeah, the most I ever do <laughs> is I'll take one hit of acid and one hit of molly together. Yeah. But I never do more than that. The one time yeah. I took two hits, it was an acid. It was a mistake. Yeah. Um, oh, some you, people you came to it. our house because of it. No, that was another time. That was a different number. That one was just, I was tripping alone for the first time yeah. and wasn't digging it. And I don't trip alone now because I just don't handle it. And you had Angel's Guide. I said I couldn't pick you up and you just had the Angel's Guide to our place for mm-hmm. some shit. And Sigmund Freud. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and Charlie Chaplin. Um, like I said, Angel's. <laughs> That's good. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, I still feel like I was going to say something else. Um, if, if you are creative, create. Oh if, yeah. If you're a fidgeter, like get like a fidget cube or like, exactly. like something to yeah to play. Or 
A coloring book. Oh coloring my god! Are great. I, when I'm on shrooms, coloring is like amazing. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. May not last very long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, Honestly, like, like, I'll color for like, like 50, I'll color 20 minutes like, and you're like, I'm done. Yeah. Not even that. Do yeah, you it's like when five we, seconds. Do you remember when we busted out the coloring book with the shady bird on the front? And we were literally just like, we did like one stroke and then we were like, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, it's perfect. Just give yourself enough activity to like... Yeah. Also, oh, like, because, really like, you know, if you need to send yourself, if one thing doesn't work, you need to be able to try another thing. Exactly. You know what I mean? And for, this is coming from, a, I'm a, a huge gamer, so if you're a gamer too, find, like, good games that's, like, like Journey's a good one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you play Journey. Rayman's a good one. Rayman, Rayman Again, anything one. light, like, don't light. shoot people. Yeah, whatever. don't play Call of Duty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's, yeah, I. After actually tripping, I, I didn't like Call of Duty as much. It, yeah, it really sours on you. Yeah. Oddly yeah. enough, the very, like, the very, like, sl- I guess, I don't want to call them, like, slow video games, but, like, Animal Crossing. Oh, that's, that's going to be your shit. Yeah. Sims. Oh, yeah. Sims. Yeah, yeah. Actually, depending, depending yeah. on Sims, it might be a little too much. Spyro. Spyro. Sp- Spyro's amazing. But literally, Crash where you're just going Crash around. is good for an intellectual brain, because if you can't stop thinking... Crash gives you the ability to be logical. Right, that right. Sense, and That's then what you I'm can saying. Chill the like, fuck out. Exactly. Very, like, mundane esque games yeah. are literally just gonna be a huge lifesaver. I, like, Journey, Journey, where you're literally Journey. just walking around, just trying to find exactly. these little pillars yeah. so you can fly towards the sun. And if you don't have a spiritual awakening on Journey, there's no hope for you. This. I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding. But a little bit. Also, one more, one more good genre of video games, and then we'll move on. Is racing games, just driving around. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, not yeah. GTA, but just regular well, the racing GTA games. racing for, for like GTA Five. Oh yeah, yeah. the racing uh, modes the where you're actually like, running people over. That's really that, nice. <laughs> that's really cool. That yeah. GTA mode, yes, but like just regular racing games. I, I really enjoyed it when I was like, you know, I would play retro racing games. I love them. Yeah, yeah, that's a great one. If you, because if you're one of those people that like movement suits you, yeah, racing's a great choice. And like going back to the fidget thing, the controller is really nice. Just yeah, like totally, it. totally. Um, but yeah, it's like if if you're a reader, read. If you're a writer, write. If you're a colorer, color. Basically, like when you're tripping, like you do the things that speak, like speak towards your truth core type mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. And literally, like just do the things you already like love type mm-hmm. of thing. Totally. And, and like you said earlier, it's just going to be like a little mini, like on some stuff, it's just a little vacation type of thing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, you want it to be fun. Yeah. I mean, I said it was hard, but you also. You also want to be. You want to have a good time. Like, just like. Take care of yourself. Just like in regular life, when you're, in, your, in your sober life, you have a hard week of work, and then you like, on the weekends, you just relax and play video games or like. Go watch a movie, or like you know, mm-hmm. you can still have fun. The trippers kind of combines the two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a good little balance. Yeah. Um, so, if you want additional information on psychedelics, um, you can go to arowid.org. E R O W I G dot org. It it's not limited, or it's not exclusively psychs, but it's it gives you all the information available on every single drug you can think of. So you can literally search any drug, bring up vaults and vaults of information on research, on people's experiences, on dosages, um, how to know when it's you know clean, how to test for a clean drug, like things like that. It gives you everything really good for harm reduction. Um, and it's like you could go to the LSD vault or the DMT vault, and there's just so many people that write their own experiences. So if you're going into this for the first time, you can kind of see 
from other people mm-hmm. what it's going to be like and then figure out how to do dosages and things like right. that. Also, um, if you are going to go for this experience, I would also, like, there are websites that you could just straight up Google that do um, send you free testing kits. Mm-hmm. I would test your whatever you're getting only because, like, there's so much stuff out there that you don't know what people are putting into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can, I mean, if you trust your drug dealer, then... If you have someone you really trust, then okay. But... Yeah, yeah. Then, then that's fine, but I would still have them on hand if you don't quite trust who you're getting it from, if you don't know them very well. Yeah, especially for Molly and Acid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so get a testing kit, know your dose... Um, another place you can look at just for general information on psychedelic research to be used as medicine, particularly um, things like anxiety, depression, PTSD, mm. even alcoholism and addiction, things like that. You can go to MAPS. Um, just I, I would just Google, uh, what's it stand for? Um, oh, I can't remember. Multi- Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic something. But just Google MAPS. Psychedelics, and you will not Google Maps, but Google the word Google map. the word Maps and psychedelics, um, and the first one should come up. They also offer like volunteer work that you can do for like um, like you can do harm reduction at music festivals and stuff like that. It's pretty mm, cool. Um, cool, and you can even participate in um, a lot of testing trials they're doing, especially for PTSD and things like that. If that's mm-hmm. something that interests you, or if you just want to know more about it and what people are saying about psychedelics right. as medicine. Um, I really want to end, I mean, I am an advocate for recreational psychedelic use within the parameters that we talked about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also want to end the stigma surrounding it being used, well, in the first place, but also as medicine, because they're all scheduled drugs, they really shouldn't be, um, because they can do so much for you, especially your mental health and your mental world, so... What were you gonna say? Oh, um, going back to the list of resources, if you want to learn more about like the history of acid, mm-hmm. what it was originally like intended for, what they were using it for, um, more information, the book Acid Test mm-hmm. by Tom Schroeder, um, that's S H R O D E R. Um, that was like an amazing read, and that kind of really gave me more information on it. It was just yeah. really... That actually, that's... Um, it's really engaging. About Rick Doblin, who funded the MAPS Association, which I know now, Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Substances. Oh. Yes. You got it. Um, okay. And I want to say one more thing, too. Like, out of all this, like, you know, like, like we said earlier in the podcast, like, you don't have to do it. But if you want to just do your research, because if you know friends that do it or mm-hmm. you just want to, if you just want to learn more about it you know mm-hmm. get like, the right information yeah get the right information whether or not you want to do them yeah, yeah just so you have a better clarity and so that way like uh, if it does come time to vote for medicine stuff mm-hmm. let's get that in there mm-hmm. it can do so much it's done so much for me yeah um, and it's done so much for many other people which you can read about yeah. um, anything else um, um, I think that's yeah. Right. Okay. One more thing. Back to like setting up your trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I'm going way back, but no, no, it's fine. Uh, so also pick the time of day that you like most. 
Like, yeah. like in the afternoon. Night and day do different. Yeah. So. I like them both. If you vibe, I yeah. like the most people. If, if you vibe more with one or the other, like I sometimes vibe more during the day. Mm-hmm. I would just. And so starting the day and like how long you transition tonight or like, you know. I do love that sunset. Yeah. yeah it is. In the good afternoon. Yeah. 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 Oh. Like, what do you feel more comfortable with? What if you vibe more at just pure night? Like, go ahead. Like, have fun. But I, yeah, mm-hmm. that's. Sorry. I, also I just thought of that. Plan it. Like, I would plan it carefully for like a weekend thing where you know you don't have to go into work the Especially next day. Especially acid. Don't yes. take acid expecting to go to work the next day. Yeah. Uh, no. Exhausted. I, I, a quick story. <laughs> the first time doing acid, I went to work the next day. Remember that? I do remember that. Yeah. I you were still tripping. Yeah. Oh, yes, I, I didn't do the same thing. <laughs> oh, another yeah. funny story. Oh, the yeah. same thing. I was what? in the middle of a peak. Halfway through, right? Like oh, four, four or five hours in, I get a call from my employer. I just started this job, and they were like, I know that we're uh, supposed to be training you, like, not tomorrow, but can you come in tomorrow at 3 o'clock in the morning? It was 10 o'clock at night, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be up. For hours and I and there's like there's no way that I'm gonna go I'm gonna be able to go in but I said yes anyway because I was just in that state of mind where I was just like I would love to help you out <laughs> like I yes I'll do it I'll come in at three in the morning I love you so much <laughs> I love you so much and then I hung up realized what I did and I was like I have to be at work in like a few hours and I'm just peeking yeah. so I went into Schedule work. appropriate. Yeah, same here. Choose oh. your location. I've had run-ins with law enforcement. That is not fun. Um, Just do it at home for your first time. Like, you know you. Like you said. You, you should do it at home for your first yeah. time. Yeah. You really shouldn't go out unless you got a sober spotter, to yeah. be honest. Unless you're, like, really out in the woods. Like, if you're and, at Joshua Tree or something. Yeah. Fine, but, yeah. Or if you just... Like, really feel like you need to go outside for a quick minute. Once you do, you're probably more into back around. Yeah, take a walk around the block if yeah. you need to go outside. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't be stupid. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> don't, be don't be stupid. stupid because you think you're a badass. Don't do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just don't do it. Um, um, so that's all we have for now. We are going to do a part two um, that is just going to kind of break down each type of psychedelic and the differences between them and what they do, especially because, like, I, re- I want to explore the ayahuasca thing because it's so much different from other types. So I want to talk about the types that shamans have used in ritual and stuff like that. Because shamans don't use LSD, you know, mm-hmm. but they use others. So um, that is coming. Um, I hope you got... Yeah? Coming, it's sexual. <laughs> um, that is coming soon. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. If you have any questions, you can DM me on Twitter or Instagram. My Twitter is at 9-N-I-N-E-M-U-S-E and the number 4. My Instagram is at Raheem underscore Forbidden Fruits. Um, one last thing I do want to say is, like, we've been really serious about this, but also psychedelics are hilarious and absurd. So have some fucking fun with it, because it's fucking ridiculous. It's so <laughs> That's the funny. Point. It is absurd and ridiculous. Well, yeah, it just, you see through all the lies, and you're like, huh. Yeah. All the illusions, all the, all the masks. So fun. And it's fun. It's fun as fuck to discover who you really are. Um, yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye. Have a great week. <laughs>